0: The first time was just a warning. Gate 2. The problem wasn't that we opened the gate. The problem was that we didn't do it right. Demonology.
1: Evil against evil.
0: Interdimensional contact with beings whose power can be used for anything you want.
1: Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm
0: Randy, and we're back with another non-canonical adventure of JD and Randy in our summer, winter, fall special of family-friendly horror. I don't know if this is family-friendly, so to speak. Who knows? Uh, But we checked out The Gate 2 a.k.a. The Gate to Trespassers, a.k.a. The Gate to Return to the Nightmare, the 1990 horror film and sequel to the 1987 The Gate. That's correct, Randy. And in this movie... Terry Chandler, uh, a teenager, opens a gate to hell.
1: Just like in the first movie, which is exactly what happened in the first movie, because it's the same character who did it.
0: Yep, both times. It's two for two, except in this one. Nobody actually dies, but we'll get to that. (laughs) It has been five years, J.D., did you know that, since Terry, now known as Terrence, uh, opened a gate to hell?
1: I'm confused about the production history. And his friend Glenn uh, moved away? Behind these two movies, the production history is so confused, I don't really know when the original movie was originally filmed, when it was meant to come out, when this one was commissioned. I I don't get it. It's confusing. And so the, uh, the budget this for this confusing.
0: film was actually uh, Canadian $7 million, but it made at the box office American $2 million. So I, I guess it covered its budget because even back in the, in the early 90s, the, the well, money was quite different. When it came um, out, was in nineteen Production-wise, it was supposed to be released by the same production company that released the original one, which is why it was directed and written by the same guy and got this, one of the actors back, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And it was... Made in 1988. And then it sat on the shelf and the production company that was supposed to release it went under and it was bought by... Um, I'm, I'm trying to find what the actual thing is called. Vision PDG, a U.S. company. And it was distributed in Europe before it was distributed in North America in 91.
1: By the time 1991 rolled around, horror movies were not exactly... Uh box office boffo anymore so oh sorry i need to make one small correction that canada matter. was
0: 1991 mm-hmm. the u.s was 1992 yeah it's like in I,
1: february like i said by that point the uh the genre wasn't exactly on his strongest leg anymore so it makes sense that it wouldn't by this point be very uh popular and also by this point nobody would have remembered the gate one no because it took that long to come out and again like we said with the original gate It didn't exactly come out right away either. That one also sat on a shelf. This movie is technically family-friendly horror
0: because we included it in here because we thought it was a PG-13 film, which by today's standards it would have, but because they added two scenes of smoking pot, including one in which they hotbox a minion from hell, it pushed it up to an R rating in 1992. Yeah, because of how stupid those ratings are. Nothing, nothing to- else in this movie is objectionable to children. There's no nudity. There's literally no
1: swearing. I don't recall any. Oh wait, story, no, they said but shit. That there might have been some. It's it's basically a more extreme version of a uh,
0: TV are you movie of the
1: dark. Yeah. Episode. Like a more extreme version of that.
0: And following the theme from our last movie, which wasn't a horror movie but ended up being quite terrifying and disturbing, it had the whole uh, moral of. Be careful
1: what you wish for. Oh yeah, because uh, apparently our main character did not learn his lesson with the first movie. (laughs) No, he learned not a thing. No, he didn't really learn anything. So all that aside, Randy, let's just like get into it. What were your general impressions of Gate Two: The Revenge? That, from what I can recall
0: of the first movie, that this this movie does not stand up to the first movie? No. Like, this movie is not as good as the
1: first movie? It's not as creative as the first movie. Uh,
0: that it's completely unnecessary and could have been a different movie altogether.
1: The, the first movie was very um, original in that the actual way they had to get rid of the problem... First of all, it was completely accidental. Nobody did it on purpose. Everything was accidental. Yeah, they were just goofing off with their rock and roll metal yeah. records. They were screwing around, and uh, you know, uh, you know the saying: you get you screw around, you get what you get. And that's what happened in the first movie. And not only that, the things that happened in the first movie were really <laughs> disturbing th- stuff. They had to uh, work through, including eventually, literally burrowing burrowing into the earth itself to close an actual gate full of monsters that were flooding in. So it was actually pretty... All done in Harry Harryhausen-style,
0: yeah. uh, what, what do you call it, like uh, stop-motion animation. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool effects and moments in that movie. In this movie, you get one returning actor from the first movie, one returning minion and special effects from the first movie, and a continuation of one set
1: and slash plot line from the first movie. Yeah. That's the biggest change with this It movie.
0: literally starts off with saying, we have to go back, essentially, and it's like, we didn't close the gate properly. Mm-hmm. So I've been studying, yeah. I, I, I've been studying it. That, fe- that feels very My friend moved away. Uh, also returning from, to this movie was the director and the writer of the original movie.
1: Yeah, the whole opening scene feels very phoned in as a way, as an excuse. It doesn't really feel very believable considering what happens in the actual movie. J.D. absolutely hates the main character, as do I. So uh, uh, yeah, let me so. just
0: say who the, the characters are. So The main character that we all seem to hate is Terry Chandler, played by Lewis Tripp, who returned from the first movie. Um, Terrence. Yeah, sorry, he, he's now called <laughs> Terrence. Uh, you got Simon Reynolds as Moe, um, John's douchebag friend... Sorry, he's not even a douchebag, he's just uh, a goofy friend. John the douchebag, played by James Villamare, and yeah. Pamela
1: Adlin as Liz, mm-hmm. the woman they love. Yeah, it's also not a very big cast in this movie either.
0: No, it's not a huge cast, and it shows. And then there's Lane Coleman, who sounds like Dan Castellaneta <laughs> doing an accent.
1: Yeah, that's why I thought it was him. So... All that aside, we might as well just get into the actual um, positives and negatives. Let's start with the negatives first on this one. Um, I'll go first because um, I had the biggest issue with a lot of the movie. And the first one is obviously the main character. Um, Once again, caused this all? The problem with that is that the first movie, as we said... It wasn't intentional. Nothing that happened in that movie like was intentional. You might say, "Oh yeah, I'm screwing around with Metal Records." Yeah, but he was a dumb kid. He didn't know any better. So like, okay, that's understandable. In this movie, he deliberately goes out of his way to cause this stuff, and then goes, "I can't believe I caused this. It's my fault." Yes, you just went through this, and it was a lot worse too. Why would you ever do this this? This is literally your fault. It's all your fault. And the excuse, of course, is you know his. His father is drunk and that he was suicidal, so he didn't want that to happen. But then he literally comes out and says, you shouldn't make wishes because eventually they, you know... They, they turn, all turn to shit. You know, literally, in, in this case. Which is, okay, then why were you still doing this if you knew that? It doesn't make any sense. And that's that's like my biggest problem with the movie. all stems from, it's a sequel to another movie... But the reason for the sequel to happen doesn't make sense, and it feels very forced. It's like, this is the change in genre from
0: the first movie to the second movie. The first movie mm-hmm. was just simply a supernatural horror film, Yeah, and this one was just a straight-up horror film. Mm-hmm. And one was more whimsical, One, like I said, it was all accidental, like you said. Yeah. Um, low Light is just going to be, yeah, that the, the, the main character's an idiot, and a lot of the plot only happens because the main character's an idiot.
1: There's also, uh, you, might, you remember this one because you pointed it out. They broke the rules. And they break the rules. Just so because they felt like it. And that that to me really got under my skin. I hate when horror movies do that. And in this one it was specifically to make something happen faster. I unless the
0: unless we misunderstood the rule and it isn't that it's the following day the wish turns to shit, but that the once it's out of your hand, it turns to shit. But then that wouldn't have made sense because they got out of the car at some point that they wished for.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a scene. Oh, where-
0: and also the lead character was going to kill a hamster, but then he didn't because the, the
1: bad guy, the antagonist, bully douche, decided to kill it for him. Yeah, that's my other thing, too, is um, the whole relationship with that guy is just like... You're supposed to hate him, and yeah, he is a jerk, except for the fact that he's literally no worse than the main character is. So it's like hard to... They're two
0: sides of the same coin. It's really
1: hard to, like, yeah, I'm supposed to hate this guy. Like, I don't like the main character. No wonder why (laughs) Pamela
0: Adlin's character is attracted to both of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is, you know, in these sorts of stories, when you give a wish and it turns to crap because that's the literal point of the story... You kind of need to see the wish come true in the first place.
0: And their wishes, or initial wishes, I guess were too big because they never came true.
1: Yeah, at the very beginning of the movie when this all happens, what were the wishes? The first wish was our main character was, I want my father to have his job back. And his father got his job back. And then crashes the carrier plane. Yeah, which is how it goes to crap. She wishes to find the love of her life. Which she actually did, and it did turn to crap in a way. Sort of, I guess. Because he dies. I guess. But we'll get to that one in a bit.
0: Yeah, J- I'm, um, J.D.'s sitting here rolling his eyes because I'm literally darting my eyes back yeah. and forth
1: after he said he dies. And then one of them was wants to see aliens. I think it was be taken up by aliens? Was that, was that what he said? No, he
0: goes, what was your wish? Aliens. We've, or something to do with Maybe they can heal my the hole in my heart. It's like, okay, then why didn't you wish for your hole in the heart to die? Yeah, Though technically his wish was granted because you can make an argument that demons and aliens are the same thing because they're not from this That's realm really they are extraterrestrial That's
1: really stretching it though you know what he meant yeah i know what he meant but I, I'm, try, I'm I'm trying to give it a chance and then, and then John which, this one didn't this one did not happen no matter how you stretch it it did not happen his wish was to be king of the world which is But like, he became
0: the big head demon of the three so i guess he did technically become
1: the head because who needs t- uh, chicks when you have demons I guess, but again, it's it's very, very stretched. And again, some of these wishes take longer to happen than other ones. If we're if we're yeah, if we're gonna say that
0: the Mo meeting a demon and John becoming the big bad demon, mm-hmm. then their wishes take almost the whole movie to come into effect.
1: Yeah, because they don't happen at all. Except um, for when they finally get the the little demon, and then their wishes go away instantly for some reason. But the other ones, which is why about, I said it's like maybe we
0: were misinterpreting, and it's it's because it's, it's the moment it's, they let go of the the money that they wished for. And it doesn't turn to shit.
1: Yeah, but again, then that still doesn't make a whole lot of sense because when you leave a car you wish for, it would do the same thing. I know so that's why I'm. It's like, it's I don't know. It's too. There's no real consistency, so it's like hard to really. It just feels like the consistency is however they want to get the story to be the way it is. So. It's very distracting for a lot of it and that's pretty much the main issue with the entire movie because it's all hinged on that
0: It's all hinged on the idea of wishes going bad and then it's yeah it it's In not consistent
1: going a very specific way that they want it to go which is my my biggest negative of the movie what's yours is that yours yeah
0: basically is that the movie is inconsistent um mm. and it's boring. Oh yeah, that and is. it's just not nearly as good as the first movie, which I, I is a cult classic, and I understand mm. why. And
1: this movie is forgotten, and I understand why. Yeah, there's a reason why this one is not known as being as good as the first, because it is not as good as the first in, in any real way. And it's one of those
0: stupid sequels that goes up in rating instead of staying the same. It goes from a PG-13 to an R. Why? Because we want to appeal more to the horror fans. Why? That you did that change in the movie.
1: Doesn't make any sense. But also, too, when you do a sequel to um, a specific... When you do a sp- sequel to anything, is you is to, you want to give people not just more of the same, but you want to build on what came before. So give them an extra incentive to actually want to see it again. You're not going to do a
0: G-rated Bambi and yeah. then do Bambi 2 <laughs> payback the bitch yeah. and have it be an R rating because
1: that makes no sense. Yeah, you need to build on what's already there. And the biggest problem, again, with the movie is it doesn't really build on anything. In fact... As I said, it kind of feels like it takes away a little because there's no real consistency. In yeah, it's just it. using
0: the first movie as its inciting incident, so that they have a reason for a demon to be there, but not really any point to
1: it. It could just be a completely separate thing, unrelated. If they wanted to, it's just
0: like at first you think the plot is going to be okay. We didn't close the gate properly, and, and now we
1: have to close it properly. Yeah, and
0: I've been and I've been watching it and. Mm-hmm. and uh, and and monitoring it to make sure that nobody comes out. Instead, it's like no, no. I'm trying to summon demons because I'm studying it because I'm a I'm a weirdo wacko kid who's into demonology
1: for no real reason. And then not only does he want to do that afterwards, he tries to play like this is a bad idea. Then why were you doing it? That doesn't even make you sense. You were going to kill your hamster as a sacrifice. Yes. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's the whole movie. <clears throat> and that's one of the that's my biggest problem with the movie and what makes it like not really work as well as it could.
0: The oh, and another thing is going to be the ending because all stakes
1: in the movie is completely wiped out in the end. Well, I wanted to go into that a bit more in uh, highlights because I thought the ending was really funny. Yeah, no, the ending is really funny, but it wiped out all the stakes, so that actually is also is both a low light
0: and a highlight for me. The because reason it's
1: a highlight for me is particularly because I didn't really like the plot itself. So the fact that it just kills itself and just says, "Yeah, all these people are back," is just like. Okay, I'll take that because I don't care. Okay, so the final scene of the movie is Mm -hmm. they go
0: back to uh, the house. They enter hell. Mm -hmm. The John and Mo are being transformed into demons. Mm -hmm. Same as the minions. They brought a box with them that's supposed to uh, reverse. It's been turned into a blessed item, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terrence becomes infected as well and starts to change. He's going to sacrifice Liz, played by Pamela Adlin. And then he hears the music box, realizes, what have I become? I become a monster, sacrifices himself, and dies alongside the other two knuckleheads, mm-hmm. who are our demons currently. Mm-hmm. Cut to the real final scene with them all at his funeral, at Terrence's funeral. Yep. When he starts knocking on the coffin saying, Hey, didn't you
1: hear me? I couldn't breathe in there. And then yeah. him realizing, oh wait, I've been, I'm have been i dead. Mm-hmm. And then he climbs out of the coffin and they walk off. And after they walk off... Mo and, and John climb out of the coffin and after, after him. Also climb out of the coffin for some reason. And then they, he points... He points to uh, the girls like, yeah, you know what? Who needs girls when you got demons?
0: Yeah, and then they laugh and they walk away. And that means the only casualty of the movie is the hamster. Until, Except. Until the final stinger of the movie. The stinger of the movie after credits, it cuts back to the coffin and the hamster crawls out. So there were no nope. buddy who actually died by this movie.
1: It basically undid did the whole point of the movie.
0: There's and like, the hamster is free of this jackass named Terrence, which, who was going to kill him.
1: Which also, by the way, goes against the whole plot in the first place of your wishes turning to literal shit. They all came back healthier than they were before. So they did. Yeah, actually. like Mo's heart
0: is healed. <laughs> uh, the the hamster is alive and free from his overlords. John
1: isn't a monster anymore.
0: John's yeah, he's like you know what, nah, chicks. Chicks are chicks. Yeah. We we just we 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 met the demonic. We know there's a, basically we know there's a heaven and a hell. Yeah. We yeah. know that things are. Any parents be uh, has uh,
1: has a girlfriend now. So
0: now the third movie is my theory would have been is would have been their relationship turning to shit because <laughs> she found her true love. Yeah. And her wish was granted.
1: Like I said, it's 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 not a good ending in the sense that like. Um, you know, uh, six. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Satisfying conclusion to the events that that preceded it, but the problem is the pr- events that preceded it were so dumb and nonsensical and JD. hated. It. it didn't matter. JD, this is dumb. We're not mm-hmm. thinking in three dimensions, JD. Yeah, that was that was one of the explanations to why something happens. Like, yeah, I wasn't thinking in. I was I was thinking two dimensionally. I wasn't thinking like around and different perspectives. Like. You already went through this. How could you not make, how could you make that mistake again? The three evil demons, there are two of them. Who's the third going to be? I I don't don't know. know. I don't know. There's like four people in the movie. Who do you think it's going to (laughs) be? And then the
0: the evil dog from uh, the Peanut Butter Solution just sits there and (laughs) stares at them like, what are you doing, sir?
1: Yeah, so overall, like I said, it's not a very satisfying sequel to the first movie. And normally, like I said, the ending like that would have annoyed me except for generally the would
0: sour me on a movie but I literally said okay this pushes my rating up just because they, they went you know what this movie
1: is bad but we ended it in such a way of like screw you to ourselves I'm the one that wrote this movie yeah it's basically just undid the whole purpose of the movie in the first place which considering the movie didn't have much of a purpose to begin with but that stinger was matter. perfect it was a the perfect hamster, stinger the hamster one that was funny I have to admit that was definitely my highlight of the movie so that stinger is a great
0: stinger it's like hmm. it's the best stinger since uh um, what's his name also, from uh, let's also put out
1: some other highlights like the effects weren't as good as the first movie because there was more of them and more cleverly done but the battle between
0: but, them and the, the miniature minion with the yeah. fork using green screen and forced perspective yeah that was pretty cool
1: that was cool and same thing when he originally caught it with uh, the hockey stick and all that that was fun yeah that all reminded me of a much better movie i.e. the first movie yeah and I actually thought the the scene where they were fighting in the car with the thing and is swerving all over the road was kind of funny it's it's like you said it's an over it's it's basically an
0: overlong R-rated Are You Afraid of the Dark Goosebumps yeah. episode.
1: There's there's good pieces of the movie but the problem is it what it's in service of which is my which was is my negative of the whole movie. Like that, that episode of one.
0: Goosebumps where that you hate so much when they go it's like yes now we must go to the earth after after they, they it's revealed that it's all a big fake out. If that had ended with a a, a hamster running out of a coffin afterwards that would have been a perfect episode.
1: You see though with that with that episode though is that it didn't have anything to do with the actual story and the story itself was, you know, you were invested in it. If it was an episode where it's just like, this is silly and nonsensical and that's the ending, it would have been, oh, okay, I, I can get behind this because the whole thing is nonsensical. And so, that was our Goosebumps minute. Yeah. Um, and in this case, it's the same sort of thing in that the whole movie is kind of nonsensical. So when an ending like that happens, it's like, okay, you want to go full farce? Fine. I'm fine with that. The only thing that was missing was they should have had a a goofy metal song play right at the end.
0: Yeah, they didn't have that. It's like if that... They didn't have any metal music in this movie.
1: Yeah, which is one of the biggest hints it's not really an 80s
0: movie, even though it was made in the 80s. Or they couldn't afford even an indie uh, metal band to uh, play
1: for them. That's a possibility. Who really knows at this point?
0: So, Mm -hmm. with that said, Mm -hmm. what would you rate this movie? Uh,
1: I don't really know. I'd probably give it a 2, I guess. I don't really recommend it. Didn't really like it, but... There was enough about it like the effects I liked and the ending I thought was funny. And overall like I said there's pieces of it that are good but I can't get I just can't get behind the whole story. It feels too forced and I don't like it so it just taints everything about it for me. I,
0: I had jokingly said that the ending elevates it to a three, but no, it's a two. Mm-hmm. But but the that ending is pretty damn good.
1: Just it that, is a good uh, just that saying
0: "screw you" to the rest of the movie, which
1: is a it's a rarity for us where we we say like we give a movie a two and we actually find the ending is one of the best parts of the movie because it's usually not. And it's not because it tell it, it does a satisfying button on the movie. It's just a but, a funny joke of a button. Yeah, because like I said, the movie itself didn't take its own rules seriously so if it's going that to coffin is the coffin it's not big
0: enough to fit all of them yeah, in there they all just
1: start crawling out of it that's why it's funny because like if you're not going to take your own rules seriously which they already proved that they weren't then I don't really care at the end if it, you're going to do something fun then do something fun and that's what they did this movie could have been so much better if it just wasn't hmm. a sequel to The Gate if it was on standalone thing it probably would have been fine especially because you would have had to have your own rules and you would have been okay with it but when you're trying to build on something that already exists and already people already like, and you just break it in half to get a story that isn't even really as interesting as the first one. It's just not worth it.
0: It felt like this one was trying to lean more into the satanic panic of the uh, of the late eighties, mid mid to late eighties, more than the first movie was.
1: Kind of. It just. It but they didn't really do anything with it. Not really. Didn't really do anything at all. That's the problem with the movie. It's just like. We need a sequel to The Gate, eh, I'll just do this, and that was pretty much it. Didn't really do a whole lot more. I wrote this movie called
0: Trespasses. you know, if you added this part into it, it would be uh, a sequel to The Gate. Okay! Yeah, that's
1: pretty much how it comes across. Eh, don't really recommend it, but uh, if you see the first one and you want to watch more, I guess give it a shot. It won't hurt, it's just not going to be as fun as the first.
0: And it somehow has a worse poster than the awesome poster of the original.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't really do anything better than the first movie, so... Might as well end it with that one. Goodbye, right, We'll see you next time when we continue our cruise to whatever this non-canon catalog is. See you next time. With more family, family-friendly horror.
0: Goodbye. Evil against evil. Interdimensional contact with beings whose power can be used for anything you want. Anything. It's not coming through your backyard. Get up! Ah! Oh, my God! This time, it comes through you. (laughs) Gate 2. Return to the nightmare.